This is a review from Debbie Lynn Johnson, and she says, quote, I've been listening to these podcasts since the beginning of 2020. I go for walks with revving the word, getting good news for my soul. I breathe, pray, and I'm drawn so close to God with the Be Still and Be Loved episodes. The words on these podcasts are honest and healing, Christ-focused. I'm healthier, more at peace, and closer to Jesus than I can ever remember being. Highly recommend if you have ever been involved in body image or disordered eating. Elisa speaks truth about how much Jesus loves us and that love leads to healing. I'm so thankful to God that I found the Revelation Wellness Podcast. Debbie, we are thankful to God that he led you here. Honestly, I've said this to so many people before. I I would have done this only for you. I truly would have, Debbie. So thank you for leaving a review. Would you please email info at revelationwellness.org, Debbie, and get yourself the Love Greater Than Fear package that we have for you. We'll send it in the mail to you. And if you would like a chance at getting a Love Greater Than Fear package and your uh, review read on the air, head over and leave us a review. Okay, here's all you have to do. All you got to do right now, you can stop this podcast Look at the little magnifying glass in the podcast. I know you're in it right now, but you're going to hit a magnifying glass inside your podcast app and just search Revelation Wellness Healthy and Whole. It'll take you back to our main page. You'll see a little icon of me leaning against a wall with, I noticed that my ankles are not as tan as my um, arms are. (laughs) Now you can all laugh at that every time you look at the cover. Um, uh, yeah, clearly I was coming out of winter season, still wearing pants and had tank tops on in those days. Anyways, I digress. You'll just go there and then swipe up to write a review. Like, so scroll all the way down on the main homepage of the podcast in your podcast app. And then it'll say, write a review, leave five stars, leave whatever stars is honest for you. And then leave a review. Just any words you do. Honestly, it is like putting a a dollar in the basket for um, the kingdom increase because this is what iTunes loves. And we don't do this often to you guys. We don't ask for that um, because we just, we're going to trust the Lord's going to help us. But sometimes we go, hey, let's keep it in front of them. And plus, I would love to give you a love greater than fear package. So swipe up, leave a review um, when you're on that homepage. Okay. And if we read it on air, you'll get a love greater than fear package today. We have Dr. Gregory Jantz. He is the author of The Anxiety Reset. Um, This is a timely topic. We had a great conversation, a quick conversation about anxiety. I learned quite a few things. One of the key uh, questions that I had for him was, when is it time for medication? Anyone else ask that question? Okay, when is time? We are not anti-medication here at Revelation Wellness, but we definitely um, want to not be over-medicated. When is it time to come off anxiety medication? When is it needed? Um, what are some key symptoms? And how can we heal? What's the holistic heal approach? And this is what Dr. Gregory Jantz gives is a holistic approach. He's a man of God. So you're going to hear him um, bring it back to that lens in the kingdom worldview as well. So. Be blessed by this teaching today. Share it with someone. If you learn something, share it. Did you know if the way to retain the information you learn is not just to hear it, it's to teach it. Share it with someone else. Tell them something you heard. Put it on socials. um, And let's get this anxiety thing under our feet. Amen. All right, you guys, we love you. We're thankful for you. Thank you, partners, for making this podcast possible and how you are pushing this mission forward of using fitness as a tool 
All Things Fitness Wellness is a way to spread the gospel. I'll talk to you guys next week. Peace. Revelation Wellness community, you have asked for this topic in all various shapes, forms, and places, and we're still having it today. Today, I get to the sheer joy and pleasure of talking with Dr. Gregory Jantz. He has written a book called The Anxiety Reset. Dr. Jantz, welcome to the Revelation Wellness Podcast. Oh, good to be with you, and boy, what a timely topic we have. That's exactly what I was saying, and it's funny. I feel like I got this book. When did this book come out? Well, just a few months ago. Really? A few months so ago? I, think I actually I'm... completed the book prior to this uh, pandemic. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. I feel like I saw this coming down the pike because I'll get like kind of pre-press yes. release, like early on saying this is coming, consider this. And I felt like, yeah, this this was could not have come at a better time. I thought, man, you couldn't have scripted that yeah. in terms of timing. But this book too, just that cover, the blue cover, you guys, it's just a blue cover with some white lines through <laughs> it, real simple. Is it, what is the lines? Is there any representation of the lines? I, of the, I suppose it's uh, the publisher wanted it to be relaxing, I suppose. I suppose so. <laughs> it does do that, I have to say, the calming color yeah. of blue and um, just that that very tranquil look. So Dr. Jans, tell let me ask you, have you been studying this topic for a while? Does this feel like this specialty that you've been drawn into for some time? Well, you know what's interesting? Uh, uh, we founded a place, uh, the center, A Place of Hope, 38 years ago. Wow. And so we're treating people from all over the country who come in and they're here for four weeks, six weeks, whatever they need. Uh, and the number one area that we treat is anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. But we do it from a unique vantage point. Tell us uh, more. The whole person, emotionally, the physical, what's yeah. going on nutritionally, yes. uh, what's going on in the body chemistry, yes. spiritually, our yes. faith. So we put yeah. it all together and uh, we build individualized teams for people uh, based upon what their needs are. Because sometimes anxiety could be, maybe it's a medical issue. Maybe there's a thyroid issue or Come maybe, on. It's, yeah. uh, maybe there's some hormonal deficiencies that's creating an anxious body. So mm. we want to uh, really pray for wisdom and discernment so that we know where are those missing pieces to the puzzle. That's so good. Um, my little personal story, and, and our listeners know this, my daughter recently just had her a thyroidectomy. Um, she is 17 years old. Okay. At the peak, we saw an eating disorder, a lot of yes. different, a lot of different expressions of this anxiousness that she had. And we, I look back now, I feel I can trace it all the way back yeah. to when she was young. She had low grade tremors. Those are now gone with the removal of her thyroid. Like so many things, it's been holistically this pieces and puzzles, but yeah, how, how anxiety shows up in various forms. Can you talk more to us? Uh, tell us more about what, how do you define anxiety? What are some common myths or things that we often maybe yes. misconceive? You know, anxiety is different than worry. Worry is a mental process. Worry says, um, you know, what if I didn't wear the right thing? What if I didn't say the mm -hmm. right thing? It's all those what ifs. Mm -hmm. But anxiety takes on uh, a little deeper level because we get physical symptoms. Yeah. We could feel that pit in our stomach. We get the headache. We get the sweaty palms. Yeah. Sometimes our heart rate goes up. So anxiety really is all uh, about adding physical symptoms to those mental symptoms that you already have. Wow. So, but anxiety can be progressive. Okay. If you look at it on a continuum, you just keep going with anxiety and the, the end is despair. 
anxiety mm. and fear can we can feel a lot of despair which mm. is where we feel like there's no hope mm. Mm. so why this book what have you written other books on the topic before so i did years ago have a book on anxiety but there's been so many advancements in the yeah. care of anxiety uh, mm-hmm. that we want to okay how can we address this because mm-hmm. the world health organization tells us now that anxiety is the number one uh issue uh facing the world so that means anxiety is above depression anxiety wow. is above heart disease anxiety is above cancer so mm-hmm. that's how significant the anxiety issues are Mm-hmm. We know that um, prescription medications for anxiety are being uh, written and prescribed at record rates. Yeah, yeah. And how do you feel about medication? What's its role? Because I think often, I mean, we've sometimes, depending on your medical influences, it's just quick to, to give the medication sure. and hope for the best. What are your thoughts on medication? Well, what we see and what our doctors here do, we see that there's times where in order to uh, be able to kind of settle down and take advantage of some of the other things that we are able to do, that um, an anxious mind doesn't always receive information very well. And so we see medications usually as a short-term bridge. Um, We may use a medication for a season to help carry us through. And uh, it gives us an opportunity to look at other things that could be going on. I think the real disappointment for folks is, and this is what we see, uh, individuals coming in, uh, now they're on three, four, sometimes five different medications. And they're saying things to us like, no, nothing's working anymore. Mm -hmm. And so my caution is, don't see medication as the only thing you do. Yes, that's (laughs) Add to it. Uh, Let's look at other things so that we... Uh, can be in a place where we are gaining in strength and uh, we don't ever want to have another dependency. Yeah. So then can you tell us some of the arms that you address? You, you kind of highlighted them sure. briefly, but how does that play out for someone? Well, we, first of all, we want to know medically or physically what's going on in the body. Mm-hmm. So this is where blood work can be important. We know that at mm-hmm. times, even a vitamin D f- deficiency could create a lot of anxiety wow. and depression. So we want to mm-hmm. know what's the vitamin D levels look like? Mm-hmm. Um, are there issues related to the hormones? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That could be testosterone, progesterone, estrogen, what's going on there? Mm-hmm. Uh, is the thyroid uh, mm-hmm. not functioning? Pro- if you don't have a functioning thyroid, you're going to feel anxious. This is yeah. what it does to you. So yeah. Um, if there's certain nutrient deficiencies, um, yeah. sometimes even uh, magnesium, or we want to look and go, what is going on? So where's potential deficiencies mm-hmm. um, to look at? If you have been given a medical diagnosis, uh, sometimes a byproduct of the diagnosis could be a lot of anxiety. Maybe it's mm-hmm. a, a cancer diagnosis, or right. uh, maybe it's a pending surgery and Right. And that's going to create some anxiety. So right. uh, some of that could be normal to feel that. Right. Yeah. What else? How does, um, how do you guys work the body into it in terms of how we exercise movement? Yes. What, tell us more. We're, we're kind of, our audience here is they are, I have trained them. I said, I am not a doctor. I'm not a neuroscientist, but I have geeked out on all the readings and information about how we really believe for us exercise is not about let's get thinner thighs and a smaller waist. 
It's yeah. actually a, a tool, a resource to get blood flow into the brain, to think new thoughts, to tear down any of these like things that we sometimes can't access just by talking. We feel when we move our bodies, get fresh air, out vitamin D, things start to line up a little bit better. So what does exercise look for someone with anxiety? Oftentimes, if you've been anxious for a while, you tend to isolate. Mm. We tend to really drop our level of movement <laughs> and uh, it affects sometimes our nutrition and what we're eating or not mm -hmm. eating. So movement or exercise is very important in the treatment of anxiety. Mm -hmm. We know that uh, the movement, of course, changes chemistries. We know mm -hmm. that uh, we need to increase uh, that chemical dopamine in the brain. Yeah. We know that exercise is super important for that. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, and for brain health, mm -hmm. uh, blood flow, mm -hmm. blood flow to certain, certain parts of the brain, very important when there's anxiety. Yeah. So um, we see this as one of the pieces of the whole person. Right. Uh, and we need uh, to promote more movement, more exercise. If you're yeah. anxious, you yeah. may, you don't feel like it. You want to do the opposite. Yep. You probably feel like isolating. And I think I'll just have that bowl of ice cream and that's just yeah. the easy thing, but, um, it's, it will make a difference if we can stay with it long enough. Isn't that, and isn't that's a key thing about everything being a long enough situation because, it seems like we know that we, when we say we take the medication that can help to like say get it into a state of now we can look at things or address yes. the things without feeling like you're in crisis, but we're so prone to want quick results in everything. Yeah. Nobody wants to do the, the long, slow road. What do you say to someone like that? Well, give everything that we're doing, um, say, okay, I'm going to commit to this for the first month, but give it a three month window. So okay. anything, anything I talk about in the anxiety reset book, go ahead, just say, okay, okay, I'll do this experiment. Give it a good three months. Uh, some of this, you'll see some change within a month, yeah. but we have to allow enough time. Mm -hmm. I know, I know that you want the instant, you know, give me the pill. Yeah, I just need to feel better and yeah. you, we will get there, but yeah. um, give it the time needed to get what I'll call long-term sustainable results. Wow. Man, everyone, you know, you had to hear that. You hear it over and over <laughs> again, but it's like, everyone goes, tell me something different. Go. Tell me the something, where's the silver bullet? It's like, no, it's just consistency yeah. in the same direction. That's right. And what, how does someone know that they're getting, moving towards it's, it's less anxious? What are some signs that, that the development is happening, that health is coming? Well, I think one of the signs could be, you might notice some improved sleep. Mm. Uh, anxiety does uh, tend to affect our sleep and sleep stages. Yeah. I used yeah. to work in sleep research. And what wow. we know is we've got to spend certain time in these one, two, three, four, five sleep stages. Mm -hmm. uh, otherwise, your brain becomes anxious. Yeah. So um, exercise, super important for sleep and letting that brain mm. uh, detoxify and restore. Mm. So that's a really healing piece, the sleep mm. for anxiety. There's a mm -hmm. lot of things that happen while you're resting. God designed our bodies to work that way. Isn't it but true? I want to mention that. You'll notice sleep uh, may improve. You, you may notice, wow, um, I'm starting to want to care for myself. See, when you're anxious, it's like, oh, self-care. Oh, I don't have the energy for it. 
and uh, one of the signs will be, well, okay, yeah, no, this is worth it. I will drink That's my water. Good. Yes, <laughs> so. that is so good. How about let's talk about diet. What are some things that for someone who with anxiety or in that phase of right now feeling that, what are things that would be like, hey, not the most beneficial and what would be beneficial? Sure. One of the things we're going to look at as it relates to our nutrition and our diet is uh, when we're anxious, we tend people tend to drink less water. It's uh, like we stop drinking water. You go, now wow, you know what's I've got to reach for my water bottle right now. Yep. <laughs> as soon as someone says it, I'm like, I think I need some more. Keep going. Yeah. And so we want to make sure we keep that water consumption in. Yeah. Um, I just talked to a guy a few days ago and he goes, yeah, I think I'm doing about 12 cups of coffee a day. Well, if you're anxious, 12 cups of coffee a day it's not going to help you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no joke. Um, but that's what wow. you fall into. Yeah. So I stopped drinking water. Now I just drink coffee. Mm. Um, so I like to, what's going in your mouth. Mm. And we really need to be sensitive to blood sugar levels, uh, mm. tendency towards hypoglycemia, mm. uh, which can cause you to feel anxious. So I'm a big one for people that struggle with anxiety, make sure you're getting adequate protein in the mornings, get the blood mm. sugar level up where it needs to be. Mm. And that, that protein and balancing uh, of the body, uh, blood sugar levels, super important. Mm. How about sugar intake? Is there any, any type of sugar uh, guideline? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, how much is too much? Everyone's going to ask how that much question. Is too, I just say, you know what? Avoid obvious sugars. Mm-hmm. Uh, give that okay we're doing a try experiment for 30 days maybe we're going to get to 90 days just remove all obvious sugars for a bit and see yeah. how well you do seriously do it, do it as a personal experiment so much so yeah and then it is true like we it, we do often in here we've done a yearly um kind of the new year a 21 day sugar fast just encouraging people with either the obvious sugars or what level but we time and time again i mean we've seen people have physical ailments or sickness just start to dip, di- dissipate because of that inflammation going down. And so they're, they're, they're familiar with this. And I think that's good that you're saying it again. I know another question our audience is going to ask because they have been asking, what about yes. parents? What do we say when our children with their anxiety and we're parents that maybe we have our anxiety? What, how does that relationship look out if it's playing out in both sides? Yeah. Kids will tend to be the big sponges. They'll absorb everything that um, is in their environment. So if we yeah. speak a lot of fear and are so creating true. a fearful environment, the kids just absorb that. They learn uh, fear. Yeah. Fear a lot of times is learned. Anxiety can be learned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's been an unusual time for our kids. If kids have been on school online and everything yeah. is upside down, nothing is really normal. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot of grace we give. Yes. To our kids. Yes. You know, uh, it's a little confusing. So for those that are back in school, which should be everybody, you know, the CDC says, well, three feet away from each other is probably okay. Mm. But stay six feet away from your teacher. Mm. That's actually, that's actually a guideline. Well, the message is, (laughs) you know, it's not promoting emotional safety. No joke. And we need emotional safety. So some of this um, that we're hearing and being told to do promotes more fear. Yeah. So remember our kids need the hugs. They need the touch. They need to move. They need to be, uh, having fun. They need some things normalized. That's good. Um, have not been normal. 
And I think, don't you think that's where it has to start with us as the parents? Yes, <laughs> like we, absolutely. Uh, I always say the, the law of thermodynamics, that energy cannot be created or destroyed. It only gets transferred or changed into something. So whatever energy we carry as parents, yeah, we will, we just pour that out and it just feeds a cycle. So how... This is why this book, you guys, is so important. If you want, and it really is a, a like a step through. You'll he'll journey you through a holistic approach at looking at your anxiety, so that you can be doing something very obviously like putting the the mask on us first before we can for our kids, so that you're breathing more peacefully, regularly, and feeling approaching your life with a with a full lens of okay, yes, I yes. don't have to be afraid. So. If anxiety, you're saying anxiety for what I'm hearing you say is that it's not, it's not just that I'm worried about something, but now it's creating physical effects. Is that correct? It does create physical effects. And then uh, that affects our behavior. Then we want to isolate and withdraw even more. So what do you see coming out of COVID? When we come out of this other side, what do you, what do you think? I'm just asking from like a, you know, kind of those social experiments. So what do you think is going to be? What are we going to need more than ever coming on the other side of COVID? Well, we're going to see, by the way, a lot more, and we're seeing it already, social anxiety disorder. Oh, yeah. And social anxiety is because all the rules have changed. So you so you see somebody, you go, well, you sure don't shake their hand anymore. Or yeah. you, know, well, you can't hug anymore. You yeah. see all the rules and all the things that we need, we need, we're being told are not okay to do. Because there's been a barrier of fear mm. and uh, just my personal opinion, an unnecessary barrier of fear. Mm. Um, that mm -hmm. said, all the social rules are, are different. It's like, mm. and everybody has different beliefs surrounding what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Everybody has different beliefs around, well, mm. are you safe? Have you been vaccinated? And, and mm. oh, you're wearing a mask. You're not wearing a mask. So mm. all the different beliefs can create a lot of social anxiety. So, where we just need to be aware of that. What do people need, no matter where they are? On their, they need love. They need acceptance. Yeah. And we need to make each other safe again. Gosh, that's so good. I love that. We need to make each other feel safe again. It's true. And I think, like, for, I was just thinking this this weekend. Um, I'm having a little gathering for my 50th birthday. Is happening yeah, this weekend. Yeah. But it's one of those weird things where, um, like, my neighbors, do I invite them? They're older. I actually had a conversation <laughs> with them, and they're like, I wonder, you know, are we okay to do this? Or you think I'm a bad person because we're gathering in some way? There's just this social tension where there, there's more obstacles to just yeah. loving because you don't want to offend someone, but you also want to love someone. Yes. It just feels so tricky in such a tricky time. Yeah. Yep. So for someone who's struggling with anxiety, what would you say to them today? I would say there's hope. Uh, mm. Do not let the fear keep you paralyzed. Mm. Today is a day that you can make. It's, maybe it's a baby step, but a step towards uh, maybe it's getting more information. Maybe it's reading the book. Maybe it's reaching out for help. Uh, but what we know mm. is and what we hear uh, from uh, our clients is, I wish I wouldn't have waited so long. Wow. And so true? make today a day of decision where I don't have any regret. I, I kept waiting. Mm. That's so good. You guys, the book is called The Anxiety Reset. 
by Gregory Jantz, Dr. Gregory Jantz. And I have a feeling, Dr. Gregory, we will be having another conversation in a year or so as we see how this social thing plays out on the other side of how do we continue to show up our fullness, our best self in light of an ever-changing climate, which feels like fear. (laughs) There's lots of things that we could be fearful for, which just perpetuates the, this anxiety. So thank you for having this voice and writing this book. Where can people connect with you? Visit aplaceofhope.com, aplaceofhope.com. And there is, again, you're up in, um, in the oh, Seattle we're North area. Se- we're North Seattle in a beautiful waterfront community. And you actually have a, a center where people can come and we're be. We're actually uh, celebrating our 38th year. That is amazing. Again, 38 years, you guys. He was he was ready. God had you in a position ready for such a time as this 38 <laughs> years ago when it's only going to be more needed. So we are so grateful. Thank you for sharing your gift with us today. Your book, Anxiety, The Anxiety Reset. You guys get it anywhere books are sold. Amazon, I imagine, is probably going to be your best mm-hmm. bet because you'll have it in your front door within a day. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and so good. All righty. All right. Thank you, Dr. Jans. You're welcome. Thank you.